What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 117 of Beef's Beef. Well, that was almost a travel. He almost passed it to himself. I don't believe in travels. They're actually <laughs> against my religion. Yeah, uh, back again with my bro BJ here. We're lounged out watching Kansas and Dayton. In the house. In, in the crib. Uh, but before we start, we do got to let you guys know that I still haven't gotten the updated info yet from Crystal. Uh, but... The podcast is sponsored by Century Mortgage and Crystal Lackey at Century Mortgage. Woo! Yeah, after the first of the year, you're getting your taxes, and even right now, you know, it's a good time to refinance or, you know, look for a mortgage on a house. Uh, you want to get in touch with her, you can give her a call at 502-615-0743. And check her out online at centurymortgage.com backslash capital C, capital L, A-C-K-E-Y-C, Lackey. And if you like money... You need to check it out. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, because not only would you be getting her money, but it would get it would probably save yourself some money because yeah, she's friends with the podcast. Refinancing is saving money. Yeah, and making money and turning money into more money and money, money, money. Absolutely. But as always, Century Mortgage is an equal housing lender. MLS number thirty nine twenty five. Crystal Lecky, MLS number one seven three five nine. Seven nine. I wonder if there's any unequal house lending. I would hope so. I want to find one of those guys. Like, do you think maybe your basement is more expensive than your second floor? Like, what what's the situation with the unequal lending? I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, we didn't just say something inappropriate. You know, I don't <laughs> even know. I shouldn't even speak on this. But what we'll actually do is maybe if I can find the correct paperwork, uh, because I I didn't check this before I did this, of course. We'll give you some information about the number 17. 17, baby. Yeah. One, the one after 16. Somehow, magically, I had 15's paperwork and was about to give you some more knowledge on 15 again. I, I don't think I'll do I that. I would have known all the facts. But I, I think, in my opinion, I've got some good ones on this one. So 17 is actually the minimum possible number of givens for a Sudoku puzzle with a unique solution. You know anything about Sudoku? Sudoku, yeah, I did. I'm pretty good at those. My dad loves them. Really? Yeah. Are you seriously pretty good at them? I'm, I mean, I'm, am I like the world's greatest? No, but I'm pretty good at them. Yeah. You're Naruto Sudoku. Uh, but that was actually long conjectured and was proved in 2012 to 2014. So shout out to Sudoku. 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 I'm, I promise, man, you butcher more words than any person I think I've ever met. That's my goal, bro. Just living up to your expectations. Like the other day when I was riding with John to that football game and I heard you say Kudoba. I was like, I love. I cringed. I love that place. I cringed when you said it that way. I actually had Moe's Monday. Did you know that? I did not know you had Moe's. No. Didn't love it. Because Moe's isn't good. Well, you know, it was six bucks, so I'm not going to say anything negative about it. I'm going to say that. You just said you didn't love it. Yeah, Kudoba was better. All right, on with the 17 facts. I love that place. 17 is the only prime number, which is the sum of four consecutive prime numbers. So 2, 3, 5, and 7. But any other four consecutive primes summed would always produce an even number. So thereby it's divisible by 2 and not prime. That's some deep, deep prime information. Yeah, there's a lot to that. but Yeah, yeah. because I'm very primal in these informations. Yeah. Informations. Uh, number three, in French, 17 is the first compound number. Would you like to pronounce that word? Compound? Nicep. How do you do a French accent? Uh, 
I don't know. Oh, we we did that. I don't know what that what that was there. That was seventeen in French. <laughs> and then in Italian, seventeen is also the first compound number. Now, do you want to try the Italian version? Yeah, of it's a me seventeen. That's actually very good. Uh, how you. did you know that? Did you read my paperwork? No, I just I know how to, I played a lot of Mario. That's a good point. Yeah, very very good learning. Hey, I didn't know that Mario was the modern day. Um, what's that learning language learning? Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. Thank you, Mario. Shout out to these. Mario Brothers. Um, number four, in U.S. and Canada, 17 is the age at which you may purchase, rent, or reserve M-rated video games without parental consent. Ooh. Uh-oh. Get naughty. You know what I'm saying? What was the first mature-rated video game you ever had that people would love to know, I think? Duke Nukem 64, probably. Wow. Young age there. You're probably like nine years old. I mean, was GoldenEye mature? I don't think so, to be honest. I think it was teen. I don't know. There was a lot of bloodshed in that game. It, yeah. it was one of those two, though. Well, since you mentioned it, who was your character? Please tell me you were the On Goldeneye? Character. Yeah. Um, There's only one character you can be. The the guy that threw the hat. Odd Lot. That's, odd that's lot. a correct answer. Yeah. Was it Odd Lot? Or Odd Job? Odd Job. Odd Job. Odd Job. I'm thinking Odd yeah. Lot from work. That's why I'm, I'm confused slightly. Um, mine was actually one of the Grand Theft Auto games. So I think it was Grand Theft Auto 3. And I'm still to this day not even sure how I bought it. <laughs> but somehow magically I was able to get that. So game. you're just talking about the first one that we ever owned, right? Not that we bought ourselves? I think so. Okay. So was, that, was the first one I bought myself? I'm not sure. Maybe Vice City? Yeah, I forget time frame of what. San Andreas, maybe? I don't remember what age as far as. I think I Vice City was the it. first mature one that I, that I bought. I think myself. you were young. You wouldn't have been 17 when Vice City came out. Were you? You're younger. I feel like I think I was younger than Seth. Maybe you were close. I could have been. That was like Guitar Hero time. Yeah. Because I remember they had the rock of the 70s or 80s, whatever. Fun fun fact about video games. So my mother, I would always get video games for Christmas and birthdays and whatever I could, right? My mother would not buy me any games with violence in it. So if there was shooting in it whatsoever, she would never buy it. So that's why I... I always requested the sports games from her and had to save my own money if I wanted to kill anybody. So, <laughs> true story on the podcast. Oh, for man. I, I'm sure your dad's going to love that story. Yeah, he'll remember it very fondly. And, you know, <laughs> I think she turned out a great son thank, thanks to no violent video games. I, I think more people... By the, by the way, side note, I don't think your dad's real happy with me, man. With, he thinks no. that the Cowboys got cheated. No, he actually thinks that you paid them, and I had to explain to him that... Uh, I didn't watch a minute of the game because I was at the Louisville Akron game. Well, I had to explain to him that the Dallas Cowboys get a frequent amount of calls as well, too, <laughs> in Jerry World on occasion. So I don't, I don't think there was any paying. Uh, <laughs> no Tim Donahue's in there. Yeah. But maybe. Maybe there's something I missed. Uh, number five, in the U.S., uh, you can actually watch, rent, or purchase R-rated movies, too. I don't remember my first R-rated movie. So, Oh, man, first R-rated movie? I can't even think what it was. Was The Sixth Sense rated R? I don't think so. Okay, that should have been rated R because I shouldn't have watched that. That was very scary. Whoa, what do you think of this right here guy with the mullet on the right? Ah, he just took his hair out. Yeah, that's what they do to people with mullets. Can't be seen on live TV. Too inappropriate for children. I was on TV apparently Sunday. I didn't know. Really? Yeah, I got pulled up on the DVR. I was apparently on TV. 
That's someone false. texted me and said, hey, are you wearing a red shirt? I was wearing this jacket that I'm wearing right now, actually. How could they have mistaken you? Well, I was wearing this jacket. Right. And I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm pretty sure I just saw you on live TV. That's awesome. Were you, were you on the Papa John's uh, commercial? Or the Papa John's interview? <laughs> In the past 30 days, I've eaten 40 pizzas. Don't ruin it. That's it. We heard his voice on there. What is wrong with his voice? Did he, he have 40 he, pizzas in 30 days? Yeah, what that What's ruined wrong with his, his voice? throat. He sounds terrible. Like, there's is that real or did someone change his voice uh, in that interview? The one I heard, I mean, I, I didn't see any altering of the speech, but it was very confusing. Yeah, like, why did he even bring that up anyway? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Because the quality of the pizza has gone downhill since he got I've fired, 40 bro. plus pizzas in the past 30 days. Okay? Sounds like you need a different life, dude. You have to watch that interview, though. You just ruined like, Oh! You ruined a later segment of our podcast, but I, I will give you that was very spot on on the, uh, on the voice there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Number six, 17 is actually the age at which one can apply for a private pilot license for powered flight in the U.S. Uh, nice. Yeah, so just in case you want to be a private pilot. Look at that Dayton jersey. That's nice. That is nice. I'm enjoying multiple aspects of it. Yeah, that's. I think that's kind of we were thinking on the same, same spectrum there. Aloha, Maui. Yeah. Or Maui. But, you know, same difference. Um, point number seven. Got to give some shout out to a couple of other countries, right? In Greece and Indonesia, the voting age and that is 17. And then in Chile and Indonesia, the minimum driving age is 17. So fun facts about those places. Now, there's actually a ton of musical references. So figured it'd be a fun segment to touch on those as well, too, because I know you're into music. Music. Um, point number eight is that many albums are titled as specifically 17 um triple x tentacion is that how you say that that's actually pretty close yeah that was a good effort on my part has r.i.p yep r.i.p uh your personal favorite ricky martin has a song 17 chicago one of my personal i, I do favorites. like chicago as well yeah, they got some classics they do they have yeah. a ton of albums too um and then 17 days is also an album by three doors down so i'm sure there's some three doors down listeners out there i used to tell this dude uh you, you played basketball with Willis before. Yes. I used to tell him he looked like the guy from Three Doors Down. I can see it a little bit. He, My- he would uh, he would do something that made me mad, so I would just start singing Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that being pretty entertaining. My question is, why specifically Three Doors Down? Like, what do you think was Four Doors Down and Two Doors Down? Or is it what's Three Doors Down is why they named it Three Doors Down? You maybe I mean? Maybe his girlfriend lived Three Doors Down, and he would just play the music loud enough for her to hear it. Mm. Yeah, that's a power move. It is for sure power move. Now your other neighbors probably didn't enjoy it too much, and they probably had hearing it. That's why it was a power move because he was like, "I don't care if you guys like it." Why? Because you know, maybe he's trying to cover the noise up from something else. Maybe I don't know. There's a lot of underlying factors that go into this. Yeah, I would love to know the history of that. Uh, Now there's also a lot of songs that are titled 17. So those were the albums that I previously listed you. Those those people have albums titled as 17. But the songs that are 17 involved with it is 17 Days by your boy Prince. Mm -hmm. Um, 17 by Kings of Leon. A classic here that is little known, but 17 by Rick James. What do you know about Rick James? 
uh, 17 by Smashing Pumpkins, Jet, Jimmy Eat World, and then I saved the best for the last, Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks. Classic. Okay. Cold classic. Stevie Nicks, you know, age like fine wine that you don't want to drink because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> And number 10, 17 is the number of the longest winning streak in NHL history, uh, which is held by the Pittsburgh Penguins in 1993. That one was kind of cool to me, even though I don't like the NHL. 17-game winning streak. That's, I, that's a lot of games to win in a row. That is a lot of games, but think about it. For that to be the record, doesn't it seem well, like... Well, you got to think. A lot of times, though, they tie. That's a good point. So, they won 17 games in a row. What that's a terrible pretty good. thing. Yeah. Tying a game in hockey should never happen. You should be able to fight to see who wins that. Yeah. I agree. That's uh, why I like hockey more than soccer, though, because they actually fight. I If you could fight in soccer... I probably would like it more. I would as well. That's why I think this new football league needs to do that. Like, you need to just take, take the helmet off. Yeah, he thought he made I it. I thought too. he made that. Sorry. Take the helmet off. Square up. Once they go down to the ground, you split them up. No, no groin shots. No, uh, whatever else rules you have, and, and let's get after it. Um, point number 11, 17 is the number of the record for most NBA championships in NBA history by a franchise. Who Boston is Celtics. Unfortunately correct. Um, point number 12, now this is a very, very, you got to follow this. This is a fun fact for me. This is probably my personal favorite. But according to many studies that have been held, 17 is actually the least random, random number. Now, I know there's a lot of moving parts where you're going, what in the world are you talking about? But MIT actually did a study. MIT is pretty smart. You know so what, what is this between, though? Like 1 in 100? Yes. Okay. So the, the basic study was asked actually from the number 1 to 20. Sorry, not 100. Okay. Choose a random number from 1 to 20, and 17 was the most common choice. So MIT was the most popular um, facility that I saw do this study, but there also have been multiple places that have done that study, and 17 has been the most frequented answer. Hmm. Very surprising to me. Why 17? I don't because know. Because people always choose 7 with, with 1 through 10. So 17 is a natural... Yeah, you yeah, go... To, so why 7 and 7 out of 10, then? I don't know. When you, Same reason you put everything in your microwave on 23 seconds. Well, I don't know what that reason is. I think that's because I'm sick in the head. No one knows. <laughs> yeah, or 45. Remember, don't forget it. It's got to be 23, 45, 123, you know, in the increments. Four minutes and 23 seconds. It's just all got to be increments. Not like divisible by 23, but there's got to be some significance there. Um, point number 13, the numbers of a syllable in a haiku are 17. So 5 plus 7 plus 5 equals 17. Um, some more fun facts for you. Some species of cicadas have a life cycle of 17 years. Now, to explain that to you, they are buried in the ground for 17 years between every mating season. What? It's insane. Yeah, shout out to cicadas and their 17 years of being buried. Um, it's also the number to call police in France. So, wee oui, wee, oui, 17. Actually, I don't remember what the French word was that we were supposed to say earlier. Um, 
it's also the record number of concerts performed in a single year at Madison Square Garden by the band Fish. And that was in the year of 2017. But how did you have 17 concerts in Madison Square Garden in one year? I don't know. That's amazing. It must have been like the stuff they have in Vegas where people will just have shows in certain spots. And theirs just must have been Madison Square Garden. Why is Fish so popular? I don't even know if I can name a song about Fish. I can't. But I know I actually, when I worked at Light Up Toys, um, Andreas worked there as well. And he wanted to go to a Fish concert in Chicago. And that was literally the first I had ever heard of him. And I think the last I'd ever heard of him before this research as well, too. <laughs> but I think, obviously, they've got to be pretty popular. If you have 17 concerts in Madison Square Garden, Madison Square Garden is a pretty small uh, venue. You know, it's, they only hold a couple of individuals. But finish with the fun facts. Let's go to the Who Am I's, right? So I'm going to do my best not to ruin it. Again, this week, <laughs> I'm on a one-week stint where I haven't ruined it, so let's keep that ball rolling. Hint number one for the first individual. For everybody, once again, you know the drill. Try to guess the player. They're most notably known for wearing the number 17. I'm going to give you a couple of facts. See how early you can get that. Let us know how early you got it. You're going to be competing with beef in this case because, obviously, I know the answers. <laughs> Hint number one. Who am I number one? They were born in Braunschweig, Germany. We're going to need DJ to translate that. But born in Germany, all right? That's actually a pretty big hint for the first hint. So dropping some knowledge. DJ can barely um, speak English, so. That's a good point. And you were mentioning you liked his new haircut. You said it looked like a Lego haircut. I said in, the, in that picture it looked like Lego hair. <laughs> Which is hilarious because it really did. Once you said that, <laughs> like it was like. Oh, that makes sense. His hair doesn't look like that in person. It was just probably just the way it was edited or something. Well, I think what you're saying is it looks so perfectly formatted on his head where the shave part makes it look like it was literally placed on top of his head like yeah. a Lego character was. So it's <laughs> very unique. Great great photos. Look like he's having a fun time. Um, as we mentioned, he's the new Greek freak in Greece. Yeah. Right? Uh, hint number two. He dreamed of being a skateboarder until he found basketball at the age 11. So he's born in Germany, and he also wanted to be a skateboarder. Two, okay. two, two fairly big hints, because I feel like when I think of this person, skateboarder makes sense. Like, it, it surprisingly enough does. Hint number three. Before the NBA draft, he was mostly compared to Rajon Rondo for his style of play, but also for his large hands. So, multi-comparison, but you've just had three of the best hints I can give you. NBA player, born in Germany, wanted to be a skateboarder, style of play was compared to Rajon Rondo, also has big hands like Rajon Rondo, probably a good chance he plays a similar position to him then. You know what I'm saying? Is so, that all of them for him? That's three hints. That's it? No, I still, oh, got, okay. I still got more hints. I just okay. had to move on to the second man. page. Yeah, you're getting six on this one. No, right. no bonus hints, just six. Hint number four, who am I? In 2015, he scored his playoff career high 27 points against, shocker, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the next year, he also scored a new career high, which was 28 points against them. Since then, he's broken both of those records. 
Um, he, I think his high game was actually 41 points, which surprisingly enough was not against the Cavs. Um, but a fun fact for me to add on it, right? <laughs> Hint number five. Now, this is going to be his height and weight, but he's listed as 6'1", 172 pounds. So smaller guard. And hit number six. He is a point guard slash shooting guard or scoring guard. Now, now in the NBA, you don't really have positions. Yeah. So you can just define him as a scoring guard. He's played for two teams, and he was drafted 17th overall in the 2013 NBA draft. Who am I? Now, I actually will give you a bonus hint. The bonus hint will be what two teams has he played for? Do you know? Um, I was, I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I should know this. Like, I feel like it should be blatantly obvious. I don't know if blatantly obvious. I mean, think about it. 17 is kind of a rare number in the NBA. There really wasn't a ton of people to choose from. Um, but let me give you the two teams. I think you... I know who who it was. Really? I, I think I do. Well, let me give you. If, the... I, if I name the teams, that'll tell you if I know it right. I think it's so. It's one of the teams, the Hawks? Yes. Okay, and is the other team um, the Thunder? Yes. Okay, o- I know Oklahoma it is. City. I know who it is. So Atlanta Hawks and the Oklahoma City Thunder are the two teams in which he's played for in his career. See, you threw me off because I'm, I'm not going to give it away, but I'm going to give it a little bit of a hint. You threw me off when you kept saying scoring guard because that's not really what I think of him as whenever I think of him. What do you think of him? I think of him more of a better facilitator, defender, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's an energizer bunny. He's a spark plug player. He gives a lot of effort. Um, Kind of stole the role, we'll actually tell you, stole the role from Jeff Teague at Atlanta, which they ended up traded him to Indiana then. And then it, it didn't really work out that well with him. Which ended up working out pretty well for Atlanta because I yeah. think Trey Young is a yeah. better player. I mean, you you can tell us what you think, but I would rather have Trey Young than this individual personally. Oh no, I've already I've already reneged on my on my uh, bashing of Trey Young. I've already said that I was wrong. Really? Yeah, I've uh, I thought I said it on here that yeah I've already I've already gone away from the Trey Young not being as good as everyone said he was. Thing I've already admitted that I was wrong and gone away from that he's definitely really good yes i just want to see if he can win games consistently uh he doesn't have a great team so you're not going to be able to tell that from this year but in a couple of years either at atlanta or it's definitely not going to help either because john collins is out with that drug thing too and john collins i think is a really good piece for that team yeah i think they have a couple of good pieces that are young pieces i think herder's actually a good piece i don't think he's a great piece he's definitely a solid role player yeah, well, he think he, you know, you got him and Trey Young on the court, extending the floor, and oh, then yeah. slashing with uh, John Collins, offensive rebounds, mid-range jumper, driving to the basket, whatever it may be, and then your bigs, I think they they lack some depth in the big man, but that's everybody in the NBA almost now. I mean, uh, Portland was the only team that I think had a good list of big guys, and then they just had uh, drop Paul Pau Gasol. Did you see that? I was very surprised at that. I guess he's injured again. And he's looking at coaching. but So that's who am I, number one. Who am I, number two? Hint number one. They were born in Athens, Alabama. So shout out to Athens, Alabama. Hint number two. 
there were once missed a Pro Bowl game due to the birth of his daughter. <laughs> you know, out of all the things you could miss a Pro Bowl for, I think that one's a legitimate excuse. Uh, hint number three, an article actually came out about this individual in 2017, speaking about his modest living. Um, in that article, they stated that his primary mode of transportation was a 2008 F-250. <laughs> Classic. That reminds me of Kawhi. There was a time where Kawhi only drove his 98 uh, Bronco. Tahoe. Or Tahoe, yeah. yeah and I think cut, it was a 95, cut, but it might have been a 98, and it was, yeah, and Chevy Tahoe. he cut Tahoe. coupons from uh, Popeyes, it's and hilarious. then lost them all, and then they gave him free uh, Popeyes coupons. That was funny. I love stuff like that, man. Yeah. To, to me, you can have all the money in the world, but like giving away money – in that sense, like if you've got a coupon or if you've got a car that works or whatever it may be, I love that type of stuff. Just keep doing what you're doing. Now, I wanted to state, too, for legality purposes, uh, he actually now has upgraded an SUV that's essentially a rolling film room. So <laughs> they actually said he spent like 200 k on it. Whoa. Yeah. They took, took a full-size SUV, took the back area out of it, made it like a living quarters with a film room, so that way he can study on the way to and from practice and games and stuff. It's actually really cool from the pictures I saw, but $200,000 will do that. I mean, that'll make anything pretty cool. Um, hit number four, his father Steve and his brother Steven both played college football at major D1 programs. So shout out to the Steves. <laughs> hit, Shout out to the Steves. Hit number five. He received an honorary degree of Doctor of Humane Letters and addressed the class of 2014 at the 125th annual commencement ceremony of the Catholic University of America on May 17th, 2014. Did, did you attend that? No, oh. I'm not. I'm not Catholic. Hmm. Well. I don't even know wording. What is an honorary degree of Doctor of Humane Letter? Uh, that means that they gave him an honorary degree, which means he didn't really earn it. They just gave it to him. Well, what is the Catholic University of America as well, too? It's no got to be a college, right? CUA? Shout I guess. Out. What do you yeah. think their logo is? That's kind of... Um, the Crimson... Like the pull tabs? The pull tabs. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know what pull tabs are? Yeah, like the... Yeah, way? dude. You ever been to a Catholic picnic? No. It's all fish sandwiches, beer, and pull tabs. <laughs> yeah. It's I have, all... I have heard all. the beer tents, yeah. Yeah, dude. That's all Catholic... I'm telling you. Yeah. When people listen to this podcast, and there's people that are Catholic that have been to the cat, and There's like uh, duck games where you pick up the duck and you, you win money. Like... It's all about winning money off pool tabs, Dude. drinking beer, and eating fish sandwiches, bro. I'm I'm with one of those three, and that's the pool tabs and the picking the fish pond out like gambling. I mean, yeah, that, that sounds like a good time to me. I'll pass on the beer. I'm not hating. I'm, I don't want it to sound like I'm hating. I'm no, just saying that's that's what that's like what that. the that's what those things are. I have I told you I've genuinely heard about the gambling as well too, and I've heard poker tournaments and, and the uh, beer tents as well too. So I don't I don't think that's saying anything bad about them. I think they embrace that, and there's nothing wrong. Oh. Oh, yeah. To each their own. Um, hint number six. Now, this is going to be the last one, but I do have a bonus hint that I think will be a dead giveaway to most of the people listening. Uh, maybe not all. Hint number six. He's an eight-time Pro Bowler. He is also the NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 2013. 
He is the 2010 NFL passing yards leader. He's the NFL passer rating leader in 2008. And then he's also the 2004 ACC athlete of the year. So 2004? Yes. Lots of process in there. Obviously, NFL player, former ACC player. I know who it is. Plays quarterback position. Passing yards leader one year. Passing rating leader one year. Comeback player of the year one year. NC State? NC State is correct. Okay. I thought I knew it for a while. And then that last one actually gave it to me. That I, last I, one's a good hint. Right? The, what What was the second hint? Second hint is he missed a Pro Bowl game due to the birth of his daughter. That's the one that I honestly, that's when that, that one came to my mind. So the bonus hint is one that I knew 100% positively you would get this. But I think also a lot of people would get this with the bonus hint. But he actually has nine children yeah. currently. So <laughs> It's definitely who I thought it was. We've joked about this before on here. Who am I? All right, so we'll go over the first one. Please. So the first one, uh, born in Germany, you mentioned him as a scoring guard, stole uh, Wiz Khalifa's hair style. That's very true. Dennis Schroeder. I think they collaborated on it, but we'll we'll go with Steel. I'm okay with that. Dennis Schroeder is the first one. Dennis Schroeder is correct. And then the second one, uh, the guy that has not stopped having kids uh, and threw a football at his teammate two weeks ago, (laughs) Phillip Rivers. Much to the ire of my fellow uh, compadre. Yeah, I like not a, was not really a fan of him after that. That was not cool at all. Yeah, gunslinger. He's having a tough year. Uh, I feel like the Chargers are always one of those up and down teams, and part of that is Philip Rivers being at the helm of that team. <laughs> yeah, but Philip Rivers is also correct. Yes. So, so I'm two, two for, for two, two again. Yet again. Hopefully, everybody at home was able to get those two. I think that first one will be a little bit tricky for some people. Yes, I think it will be, too. Hopefully, we gave them some good bonus hints. The second one, I think, is a very viable option. Like, they could get that one. Wow. I'm sorry. This game is nuts. <laughs> this game is crazy. What was he? Why did he do that? I don't understand why he didn't back it out. Well, he probably should have just made the layup. That's very true. So, sorry, we're watching the Kansas State game as well. Like I said at the beginning, and the guy lit... There was nobody there. I don't, they they went for the, a half a foot finger roll and only left <laughs> it two inches. That was terrible. All right, so lock of the week now. Yeah. How did you do on your lock last week? I did not. I did not succeed. Wiener, wiener, chicken dinner. Nice. As My, always, bro. Come on. What do you mean, Penn State? Covered. You didn't. You didn't win two weeks ago. I uh, know. That's because I picked like six of them. But listen, that Penn State game really had me nervous. Did you watch it at all? Uh, no, I was at tailgating. Well, let me give you a synopsis. So spread is 17 and a half on it, right? Ohio State is up 11 and then gets the ball basically on their side of the Penn State 50. And so I'm like, and there's like three and a half minutes ago. I'm like, oh, they're about to drive down here and score. <laughs> and l- luckily they turned the ball over. I mean, if they would have kicked a field goal, I wouldn't have cared either. Did, didn't they fumble on the goal line like two or three times? It was not pretty. I mean, neither neither team. First half looked like Penn State was right there in it. Second half, Penn State really didn't Did have a good Did not look show. like they were in it. Yeah. And so, luckily, Penn State ended up covering in that one for me. I would have rather them won and covered, but, hey, whatever. So, I took LSU 44. 44 points. And I, they insane. were, last time I looked, they were winning by a lot. But I knew they had just given up a touchdown, so I didn't look at the final score. 
but they were winning by 44 and gave up a touchdown. So, Or they were winning by 47 30. and gave up a touchdown. I thought it was 30, high 30s. They didn't cover. I know, I know as you mentioned, they didn't cover because I was actually keeping an eye on it as well. I wanted it too because I know you mentioned you had a parlay with it. But obviously for – Wisconsin screwed that one for me, so – well, we can thank Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin were twenty-two and a half point favorites and won by twenty-three. Or I'm sorry, they were twenty-two and a half point favorites and won by twenty-two. That's amazing to me, though. That half point. That's all I was saying about the uh, Penn State game. Like if they just scored that touchdown, and then they kicked that PAT. Yeah, but LSU won fifty-six to twenty, so they won by thirty-six. Vegas does it again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this you want? How many you got this week? Just one. Well, let's do. You actually mentioned one of your buddies asked to pick the games for tomorrow. Do you want to give your picks on Oh, it was, he just asked me just so he could bet them. Well, of course, yeah. But I think we were on the same page. We, we've got the same teams tomorrow, so we're both going to take, unfortunately. Chicago. Yeah. Well, I say unfortunately. Actually, I, that was my grandfather's favorite team, <laughs> so I don't mind picking. I think you were talking about the second game more, unfortunately. Second game yeah. was, yeah. So, second uh, game, uh, we both – said Dallas, and then the third game we both agreed on, Yeah, uh, New Orleans. The Dallas game is the one I'd, I'd love to see the Bills take that game and help the Eagles. It wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it either, not because I'm a Dallas hater or anything, but anytime it could make our division look better so I don't have to hear crap about it again would be nice. Yep, and I think it could happen. I mean, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. It is at Dallas, didn't we say that? Is that right? Uh, yes. At Jerry World, so that – has helped them this year, surprisingly enough, whereas in the past that hadn't helped them that much. Um, but a couple of fun games to watch tomorrow. The night game, I told you, I think could be interesting, actually. Us uh, in Houston? Uh, no. Uh, oh, you're talking about tomorrow night, the yeah. uh, New Orleans-Atlanta game. Yes, which I told you, even with New Orleans getting blasted, or excuse me, even with uh, Atlanta getting blasted last week, they were playing better football the two weeks before then. Um, New Orleans has not been. So, offensively, they've not looked terrible. Their defense has fallen off. What will happen in that game will be interesting to see. Now, as far as my locks of the week, do you have a major one that you're, you've are you got this week? I just have one. I've got 1,700. 1,700. 17 out of 20. It's the most random, random number. How many do you have, really? Four? I really have five. Five? Yeah. I'll just give my one, then. Okay. I got Bama three points, uh, three-point favorites over Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, without their quarterback. That's an interesting pick. I'm just not really sold on Auburn. You've been an Auburn hater all year, especially when I won the first game of the year bet against you. You remember that? Yeah, I remember. So hopefully Auburn will do it for me again this year. Come on, Auburn. Let, let's see. Show show your stuff, Auburn. Let's see what you got. Oh, we got Robbie Hummel sighting. That's very disrespectful. I like Robbie Rob- Hummel. I thought you were calling me Robbie Hummel. No, he was on the screen. I know, I was just joking. <laughs> um, my, my locks of the week are going to be actually one in each major category. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Magic. Not. I'm taking the Cavs tonight, plus four and a half. Magic are 0-7 on the road. Now, <laughs> what are the chances of the Cavs breaking that streak tonight and letting them get their first road win? Pretty good, yeah. I know what you're saying. Only four and a half points. Take the Cavs, lock of the week. Uh, pick number two, NCAA college football, actually. We're going to go with a five and a half point spread where Iowa is the favorites at Nebraska. Iowa with the cover in that five and a half point spread. That's one I don't think I would touch. I understand why, but I'm touching it, and I'm, I'm touching <laughs> all over it. <laughs> so, oh Iowa Hawkeyes. God. 
touching on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. They're going to be husking them all the way home. Uh, pick number three. You know, there could be a little bit of bias in here, but Philadelphia Eagles have the Miami Dolphins this week. And Philadelphia Eagles need to right that ship and right that ship well. And they're nine-point favorites, and I know what you're saying. Can the Philadelphia Eagles even score nine points in a game? I think they can. You know what I'm saying? Even without the offensive weapons that they have, I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles as nine-point favorites against the Miami Dolphins. And if not, you might not hear from me next week. You know what I mean? <laughs> so teach your own. Um, I'm also taking the Green Bay Packers coming back off a tough loss. Uh, Six-and-a-half-point favorites at the Giants. And then the Cleveland Browns are one-and-a-half-point favorites at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's making a uh, quarterback change. be interesting to see how that goes. Their defense has not been good this year, but they've also not been terrible. So how will Cleveland come out and play? Will Baker Mayfield throw up another 16-for-37 game? Or will he be 20-for-40? I mean, This kind of looks like Harrison Barnes. Does he play like him, though? No. Double-digit scoring in each of his first five games. Okay, then yes. (laughs) But those are my locks of the week. Got the Cavs tonight, Iowa, Eagles, Green Bay, and Cleveland. Dropping the knowledge for you. And Green Bay's playing who again? Green Bay's playing the Giants at the – was that MetLife Stadium? Is that right? At MetLife, yep. Shout-out to MetLife. Yeah, so – uh, Louisville has played another two basketball games. They have one more, or I'm sorry, they only played one because we recorded on Thursday last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, the Zips. I played Akron. Played well for 30 minutes again. And then the last 10 minutes just absolutely crapped the bed. Yeah, they were up at halftime 18, is that right? I believe so. Ish. 18 to 20. It was It was a decent amount. And um, Akron's guard just was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive to the rim every time and score. It's one of my favorite games of the year I've seen, like an individual effort. Like he, 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 uh, he individually brought them back. Yeah, he put will, them on his shoulders. All five foot six of them. Yeah, he was, he was. Uh, I can say it now. He was impressive, but at the time, I was really upset. I was like, stop scoring. Of course, stop scoring. Hitting I don't want you to be tough shots though at yeah. a high percentage. Yeah, it was. It was pretty tough to watch. Louisville ended up winning by six. I didn't bet the spread this time on them. Uh, but I did hit another parlay. Yeah. I did. I hit another parlay. I cashed it out early, though. But I left it in. I won, I won another $73. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. And the risk compared to the reward. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think you made a bad move. I mean, a $10.95 bet. One hundred and two dollars. And what was the last game again? I the forgot. Baltimore uh, money line over the Rams. Yeah, which so, I won easily, but <laughs> I cashed it out before. As I was like, I'm not going to take the chance. I know I got for sure money now. Right. They're traveling all the way across the across the country. They've been playing so well. They're due for a blow up game. Yeah, but they which might be this week. They weren't due. Last week, so I think they play Seattle this week, you, right? Uh, they play the Niners, don't they? Oh yeah, it is the Niners. You're right. I was gonna say I know it's somebody good. Yeah, we, I think they play the Niners. Eagles just played the Seahawks this week, and they don't overly impress me. The Seahawks? Yeah, they didn't. Your all's defense looked really good. Our defense is finally getting a little more healthy. Our defensive line, 
is getting healthier, and then our secondary, most importantly. But that's how they, the last four games, the defense hasn't looked terrible. Three games, three and a half games. Yeah. Offensively, it's looked the worst I've ever seen the Eagles' offense look. Like, we need Kevin Cobb. Where's Kevin Cobb at? Y'all need Jeff something. Garcia. Jeff Garcia. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Didn't Jeff Garcia have a bunch of kids, too? I could see it. I feel like he did. I feel like Jeff Garcia had a bunch of kids, yeah. But um, who did North Carolina play in basketball? Uh, North Carolina had Alabama today. So Oh, Battle for Atlantis. I love those tournaments, man. Yeah. We're not in any of those tournaments. We play WKU on Friday in Nashville, which I will be at. But we don't play in any of those tournaments this I year. I think Greg said he was actually going to that, too. Really? Maybe. Do you all play them Sunday, too? In... No. Oh. In we play them. Sport? I thought you played them in football and basketball. But no, we already did. We played year. them in Nashville when I went down there. In football, yeah. So they're they're in that tournament, and as we mentioned, potentially if they win, they could end up playing uh, Gonzaga, which they will play them in a couple days as well too. Um, but that's the only game that we've had since the last episode. So didn't didn't get to watch. It was at two thirty today. Looks like they won by nine. Yeah, it doesn't seem like an impressive showing. Baycott uh, had a double-double look like down there at the bottom. Baycott's very good. I, I think from what I read going into it, uh, Robinson was supposed to potentially be back this game or the next game. And even though I've been critical of Robinson in the past, I think for this team he is needed. I told you, I, I thought going into What's this. What's his first name? Brandon. Brandon Robinson. Yeah. Decent first name, right? I know a guy by the name of Brandon. Um, going into this season, I thought North Carolina was going to have a ton of depth. And the more I look at this team, like that's what Roy Williams is kind of known for. Roy will play 11 deep most games and run, run, run. This year I'm really seeing like seven to eight guys. Like I, I don't want to go past play tech, to be honest. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Huffman could be that eighth guy that I mentioned. Um, but it'll, it could potentially be a couple of losses coming up on the schedule that I referenced previously. Yeah, uh, David Johnson – Played some more minutes. Played really well again. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's starting soon. Yeah. Is Kimball still starting? I didn't see your open lineup. Uh, he hasn't started at all. Okay. I was gonna say, I it's didn't been see... McMahon Perry the entire season. Okay. He's just played He's played a lot of minutes until Johnson started playing. See, I still am not sold on Perry being a point guard. And so I'm I don't... telling you, I love him, dude. I, love I know Perry's you love him. I, I like him as a player. I'm not going to say I love him because I, I don't love him. I want to keep it honest. I, I like him as a player. I think he's a decent addition. I do think he's more of a shooting guard who his shot is not as good as what I would love to be in a shooting guard. But defensively, he brings an edge. Um, I just think he's like a 21-minute-a-night guy more than a 30-minute-a-night starter, which isn't Well, see, thing. the thing with this team is that's what that's kind of what we need. I mean, really the only guys – Really, the only guy that's going to play in 30 minutes is going to be Nora, I would say. Yeah, Nora should, and Sutton. I think Sutton will Sutton, play. Yeah, Nora and Sutton are probably the only two guys that are going to play you know, 30 minutes a game. McMahon is not that guy. I think uh, Williamson could be that guy by the end of the year, but I don't think he has But, I mean, be. you have too much talent in Enoch and Williams to make I – I mean, I don't think you can put one of them at 30 minutes unless one of them just has an extremely hot hand. Yeah, you you play whoever's having the good game, just like they did last year. Yeah. I mean, look they at the should, North Carolina game. Enoch killed, and then after that, Williams went on a tear for a couple yeah. games. And that's what you do with when you've got two equally accessible big guys. And then you have, you know, David Johnson, 
with the with the two point guards. You have McMahon, Williamson, Kimball. They just have they have a lot of guards, and I don't I don't I I like this team a lot. And I know it's because it's my favorite team, but I really think that we can make a lot of noise. It wasn't the last game the Zips, but it was the game before that. I saw that kid from Huntington Prep playing. I thought he was redshirting this year. They actually switched it. So Quinn Zielinski, uh was when he when he committed, it was you know I'll do whatever they want me to do. If he wants me to redshirt, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's I just the kid's do name, Zelensky. Quinn Zelensky, yeah. yeah. Um, they switched. Jalen Withers is actually the one redshirting now. Jalen Withers is from North Carolina. His dad actually played for uh, Charlotte okay. back in the day. Uh, Curtis Withers. I don't know if you remember that name or not. No. <clears throat> but he transferred to a school up in Cleveland and was playing there for a little bit and or for his senior year, I believe. And um, is redshirting. Just not enough weight on his body for his size. It's hmm. probably two or three inches taller than you and maybe weighs the same amount as you. Really? Yeah, he's just not enough weight on so him. Brandon Ingram? He he can shoot, but he's yeah, but he's not athletic athletic like Brandon Ingram. Yeah. He's a post player. Who's killing it this year? Do you see that stat? He's averaging like twenty six a game. He is. Very he is impressive. playing well. I'm still not a Brandon Ingram fan. You don't have to be. You don't like many Brandons. I know you're jealous. One hundred percent. Yeah. But uh we wanted to bring something special for you guys here. So Tomorrow, for those of you that don't know, is Thanksgiving. Tis the season. Which is my favorite holiday. What's your favorite holiday? Oh, well, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, do you take Christmas or Thanksgiving? It's Thanksgiving, 100%. I hate Christmas. I, I, you know what I hate about Christmas? I've stated this before. Who invented gift giving? You know what my problem is with gift giving? What What's we that? should all do is we should say, listen, this is the budget that I was going to spend on you, 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 and you, whoever those yous are, right? And then you say, what I'm going to do is I want you to keep that money and I want me to keep my money and I'm going to buy myself something <laughs> significant. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't that make a lot more logical sense? Probably not. I don't, I don't know. I like. I can see where you're coming from with certain people. Like there's certain people we agree not to give gifts to each other. But of like course. I love giving my niece and nephew stuff. Like I like seeing their face and doing that. Yeah. I hate, I hate spending money on anybody. I hate Christmas music, and I hate cold oh, weather. So, yeah. Cold weather you hate? That's... Yeah, I don't like cold weather. Really? I say if it's going to be cold, then I'll take the snow, but I don't like the ice, so you can't really have snow without ice, so it, it's kind of an oxymoron. Yeah, see, I hate both of them. Yeah. Just give me hot weather all the time. Yeah, I mean, I could handle it, but I guess hot is... I, I like the mild climate. My mother was actually just in California for one of my, I think, cousin's weddings. I think it was. I'm not positive. I believe so. Yeah. And we were talking about the weather out there was pretty reasonable. Now, the downside about California is two little things. One of them, I don't know if you've ever heard of these things, but they're called earthquakes. Yeah. Not super enjoyable. And then there's another thing I'm not sure if you've heard of that are not so enjoyable, but it's called taxes. Yeah. Whenever I went out there to uh, San Diego. Yeah. They put taxes on plastic bags. Yeah. You remember that story when I was telling you about that? Yeah. I went to Target because I forgot my belt in Louisville, or here at home, and I was like, oh, I really need a belt. So we took an Uber to a Target, and I was like, all right, cool. I went to self-checkout, and I was just going to get it and go. And I was like, where's the bags? And they are like, oh, it costs 10 cents for a bag. And I was like, <laughs> what? 
He was like, do you need one? I was like, I'm just going to carry this out then. Right. Are I mean, you, you saw okay? me just pay for it. But Are you yeah, okay with me just carrying my belt out? Yeah, I'm just going to put it on outside anyway. So I just went outside and popped a little plastic piece off and threw that in the garbage, put the belt on, and went on my way. You know what the key to that story is, though? For I, th- I don't know if this is just a guy thing or a girl thing, too. Whoa. Oh, that didn't look good. But uh, belts are a commonly forgotten item. Like I was just thinking last year when I went to Gatlinburg, I forgot my belt as well too. And they're not cheap. Like that's a crazy no. thing. I was going all over looking for them, and Gatlinburg has a million stores. I ended up going to the outlets there, and I finally had to go because they were all like thirty dollars. And I was like, I'm not going to spend thirty dollars on a belt that I don't love. And thirty dollars actually isn't a ton, but for a belt that's for seems, a belt that's a lot seems ridiculous. And so I ended up being happy that I spent eighteen dollars on like a junk belt from American Eagle, and <laughs> haven't worn it since because it's it's trash. It's one of those ones that you fold over and pull. Oh yeah, I don't like those belts. Terrible belt. Eighteen dollars for it. <laughs> we were having a, a discussion, so I'll ask you this: We were having a discussion at work yesterday. Yeah. If you have a belt and you lose weight, do you put a hole in the belt or do you buy a new belt? Um, I've had to buy bigger belts, yeah. And, uh, I've bought new belts personally. So. <laughs> I guess that's different. We may foot this, this older guy, he's like, I just buy a new belt. I'm not cheap. I'm not doing that. I said, yeah. that's, he's like, I just, if I have a belt, it just fits. I just buy one that fits. I said, that's probably because you wear one of those braided belts that just, <laughs> you can just <laughs> constantly change the size on it. Hand woven. Yeah, he didn't really think that it was that funny, but no. my, my two buddies at work did. I haven't seen one of those in a while. I remember having them as a kid, though. I do remember them. Whoa. Look at that mark that guy's foot left on the court, by the way. That was not good. I didn't like seeing that. No, I, I mean, it looked like he stuff. stepped on like a sticker that would normally be on the court in a tournament. Yeah. He literally just stepped in the lane and just fell. I think it was the ice we were referencing previously. Yeah. So, uh, but again, it is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. It's Great amazing holiday. how we get off on random tangents. But you know where the problem is? Like, the origin of the holiday is not such a great thing. No, we won't yeah. go into those details. Yeah, but so I'm just saying, like, we say it's the best holiday in the world. It's because we like to eat. Like, yes. That's the whole thing. Eat and watch football. And yeah. we got to make sure we put that out there so people don't get angry at us. Yeah, it's not because of what the the reason behind the holiday is. That's definitely not why we like it. Which I still don't fully understand how it's a holiday. Like, what? But, hey, I, I just like to eat, so I'm going to... Not complain about it too heavily. Yeah. All right, so we're going to give you our favorite Thanksgiving dish. Yeah. Our least favorite, and then our favorite dessert and least favorite dessert. So I've got a funny story. So at Thanksgiving, my mom's a phenomenal cook, right? And we actually each have like a dish that we get to pick out as quote unquote our dish. Uh, so my go-to every year, and I already know you're going to give me crud on this, and I'm okay because I'm sticking to my dish because I love it. But it's a dish that has green beans in it, and then it's got blue cheese in it, okay, and then it's got pecans in it and bacon. So it's all simple ingredients, easy to make. I crush it every year. What's it called? Uh, it's called green beans, blue cheese, bacon, and pecans. <laughs> I'm guessing it's some type of green bean casserole. It's not even a casserole because it's literally just green beans. I think they're steamed. Okay. And then you just put the other ingredients in there. Like, obviously, you got to cook the bacon. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. just put like, <laughs> slices of uncooked bacon in there. That yeah, that would probably well be everybody. terrible. Yeah. You'd have an interesting Thanksgiving. 
Um, but that's that's my dish that actually out of all the dishes that I could choose, that's the one that I choose every year. Uh, so my my favorite dish, yeah, was very tough to think about, man, because I like so much of Thanksgiving food. That's right. Um, man, it's still really tough to really like pinpoint one. But if I have to say one, <laughs> you're the one who asked me I about know, this man, question. And it, it was I, like <laughs> I just have like four. You know what I mean? Uh, like I, uh, I'm gonna go, and you're gonna be like, "What the heck?" Same thing. But I love these, and you can get them anytime. But I think Croissants. it kind of—I think it kind of brings the entire meal together. Oh, oh gosh! Five men can't jump. What the heck was that? The six man? Uh, <laughs> Don't say that. He died. Yeah, king rolls. Okay, king's Hawaiian rolls. King's Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. I love king's Hawaiian rolls. You bake—I mean, you heat them up or bake them or something. Or you yeah. just eat them plain. Both. You just pull them straight Both. out. Both. But I, don't they? I feel like they bring together the entire meal. It's interesting, though, that you say those are a Thanksgiving. I mean, I've seen people eat them in Thanksgiving as well, too. But when I think of King's Hawaiian Rolls, I don't like it's not an instant uh, memory lane trip for Thanksgiving items. Like, I use those pretty frequently, to be honest. Yeah, but I always think of them as, as that. So, final answer, you're taking King's Hawaiian Rolls. It's tough, man. There's a, what were the other ones? I need to know what the other options are so I can get it's. I mean, opinion. it's just basic stuff. There's nothing that's, like, earth-shattering. Well, what's well, the see, other Well, because you can stuff? say the same thing about everything else. Uh, mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. Yeah, but mashed potatoes are... Yeah. I mean, do you do gravy? I don't. I'm actually not, I'm non-gravy you guy. You do mashed potatoes with no gravy? No, so here's what I do. Yeah, I'm waiting. And people think I'm weird. Well, that's not the only reason why. But. Very true. I'm not disagreeing with that part. Yeah. You have a mullet. I cut my, yeah, I do have a mullet. <laughs> I cut my turkey, and then I scoop the mashed potatoes with my turkey. My dad would, you know, you, you had a problem with the football game. Yeah. And this isn't going to go over well. Why is that? My father has segments on his plate in which the food can't touch each other. Well, see here, normally, if you normally see me eat, yeah. I eat one thing at a time. Okay. Until it's Thanksgiving, and then one day it accidentally got coagulated together, and I was like, whoa. Have you ever had a uh, KFC Famous Bowl? No, because I don't like cigarette butts in my food. Well, I, I haven't had one of those that came with I'm the cigarette I'm just kidding, butt. Felicity, by the way. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> the last time I said something bad about KFC, I got a, I got a message. <laughs> You're in trouble. But the reason why I say that is because Famous Bowls are mind-blowing to me i remember the first time i had one that's like the mashed potatoes with the gravy with the corn with yeah. the chicken with the cheese it was very good so i kind of embrace that strategy personally I, I like those things to mix together but mashed potatoes are a phenomenal dish on thanksgiving or any other time like there's so many different things you could do with mashed potatoes i'm, I'm yeah i'm never mad at them but i'm definitely a gravy guy typically i like brown gravy gravy better than white gravy but like I'm not passing up gravy. Like if you put gravy out there, I'll probably use it. Now I don't really don't think I eat brown gravy on anything but Salisbury steak. Oh, I love Salisbury steak. I think too. that's the only thing that I do eat brown gravy on. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I, there isn't a lot of stuff that you really do put brown. Like I don't mashed like, potatoes. I don't like it on mashed potatoes. I put it on my turkey actually. So this was my other question for you. Like, do, are you specifically a turkey guy for Thanksgiving, or do you do? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a big ham guy at all, really. Oh, I, I know Ryan's going to listen to this, and he's going to be like, you're crazy. I don't like ham. I love ham. Because I, I, 
I don't like pineapples cooked in this stuff. And a lot of times that's the way it is. And plus ham, I don't know. Ham just, just I don't know. It's, well, you don't have to use pineapple. I know you don't. Ham, but yeah. to me, if we're talking about of like the meats that you cook for holidays, that's definitely the worst one to me. So my favorite is sugar-cured, thin-sliced ham. Like that's, to me, that you can't top it. And when I say thin-sliced, you know I'm talking about like thin-sliced. Not like, oh, what, what's uh, an eighth an inch? No, I'm yeah. talking about like. Can a piece of paper thin? Actually, yeah, you're probably tough to cut it that thin, but close to it, right? So that's that's my opinion. Is I'll take dark meat on turkey, and that's why I was getting ready to say is I'll actually put brown gravy on my turkey too. I'll put it on my stuffing. I'll put it on probably not the ham. I actually put mustard on my ham. I like me some mustard on my ham. I love mustard on my ham sandwich. Yeah, mustard on my ham sandwich is yeah right and turkey sandwich. Yeah, I like mustard on most sandwiches, but just eating the ham plain, actually, even though it's sugar-cured, I'll still use a little bit of uh, mustard on there. But my, my dish that I dislike or hate is actually, as you mentioned, like there's no such thing that I hate. But I, I'm going to give you a couple of the ones that I think are overrated okay. Thanksgiving dishes, right? So first of all, the cranberry sauce. Right there, dude, that's mine, too. Dude, that is trash. So we can, yeah, we can co-sign with that one. Cran- I, no. Cranberry sauce should have never been invented. Like, if you're going to give us something that's semi-sweet and supposed to be good, I mean, give us something better. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's not a dessert. Where did, like, where did the idea for cranberry sauce even come from? Like, who's like, you know what would be good? Yeah. And we took that fruit and then just, like, made a jelly of it and then, like, stuffed it in a can and then you just, like, I onto your it, table. It dropped. You know the persimmon trees that they drop and bust all over your car? Yeah. I hate when people bust on your car, but... That somebody was walking and just stepped on it's a bunch nuts. of cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was walking and stepped on a bunch of cranberries and went, "Oh, we got mm, this tastes delicious." Wiped it off their feet and then just started eating it. It's like, oh, that's what it looks like. Oh, so terrible idea. Now, potentially controversial pick: stuffing. Dude, why are we? We're two yeah. for two on this. Because that's another one. Like stuffing's not awful, but it's definitely overrated. That's right. It, it's just not necessary like it's one of those things when you think of thanksgiving everybody has stuffing right like yeah you, you never hear of people not having stuffing in it and it's never that great. it's 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 always like if you don't have it people are like where's the stuffing and then it's not eaten right it's like uh well we're tired of throwing it to the birds every year i just tell him johnny stuffed it in his face because he liked it and we did it yeah um i had a th- oh yeah my third one is surprisingly enough this is the one that r- most recently i've changed so once again those are my two answers for dislike right mm-hmm. and i wouldn't even it's like cranberry is the lowest on my totem pole that's actually a dislike Stuffing's like oh i'm gonna eat it you know what i'm saying but like i'm not gonna be happy with myself for eating it <laughs> and then just above that is actually my new one that i enjoy but it was also one that I think was overrated, but like any type of sweet potato, whatever it may be, like sweet potato pie, sweet potato, jiggy thingy, yeah. With marshmallows and stuff in it? All of that stuff, sweet potatoes, you know, you, you hear so much about it, and I do eat it now, and my mom actually made a really good dish last year, that's why I kind of like it, because it, it was like mashed sweet potatoes, yeah. but then it had maple syrup, I think, oh, sometimes. Man. Yeah, and then... uh Either walnuts or uh, I'm probably ruining it. But it was actually the first one that I ate, and I went, "Oh yeah, this is actually." Sounds good. like your mom is throwing it down. Oh my goodness, my mom will spend days. You know, <laughs> yeah, she's slaving over it. 
So you named my you named my two stuffing and cranberry sauce. So I'll just go ahead and start the dessert one. Please. So favorite dessert. It's not gonna be a surprise to anybody that really really knows me. Uh, it's my dad's chocolate eclair. Oh yeah, I have heard. I forgot about that. Give me a glass of milk, dude, and a and a big old slice of that. Yeah. Set you up. Oh yeah, dude. It's because I'm not a real big sweets guy. Yeah. I'm not, but like that, throw down on it every time. Well, that's funny to me because we actually don't do a ton of sweets for Thanksgiving. Like family tradition, a lot of people I know have, you know, some type of specialty sweet dish. Most of the time we don't. So, my, I mean, I'm sure we have it, but we just don't. Our family doesn't partake in it a lot. My father doesn't yeah. eat a lot of sugar. So anything that you have that is not sugar and sweet stuff typically isn't that good. <laughs> you get an apple pie with no sugar. Mm, subpar. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm not having to have anything that's, like, super sweet, but I guess I could take an apple pie. I could take a pumpkin pie. Um, I will say, surprisingly enough, when I used to work at Dairy Queen, when they brought out those pumpkin pie blizzards, oh, man. You know what else I was thinking? What's that? Why am I having such a tough time? This just randomly hit me, so that's why I'm referencing it. Remember I was on the pumpkin pie kick? for yeah. homemade ice cream yeah and i told you that they're seasonally now they've got the santa's cookies why can't i still get the pumpkin pie i don't know i mean thanksgiving's just now tomorrow yeah that's like for some reason in my head i justified it and went yeah okay they brought out santa's cookies like they did <laughs> now i'm just kind of having a, a little bit of a conundrum in my head as to why i can't still get it so homemade if you would like to answer that question my shipping address is 30 <laughs> <laughs> just in case. So what's your pumpkin pie is your favorite one? I don't know. I'm not it's like I said. Uh, oh, actually, you know what I will do. So it's not it's not truly a dessert, but it's a kind of a breakfast thing, but there's something called monkey bread and it's Oh, monkey bread's fire. Dude. So that's going to be I guess if I have to answer what my favorite sweet is, monkey bread's it. Like all oh, my final answer monkey bread, please. So my least favorite I would go with pretty much like any pies except for pumpkin. Really? Yeah, I'm just not a pie guy. Apple pie you're not into? No. I'll I'll pass on the cherry pie. I'll pass on any other pie except for pumpkin pie and, a, and apple. Pumpkin and poontang are the only two pies that I like. Yeah, that's a good, good answer. Um, what what about, I would say for me, puddings and jellos. Yeah, I mean, no one really makes those, though. I think they do. Really? Like people still make people still make Jello that aren't children. There was there's something. and they're not partying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Jello come in little solo cups. It looks like it was very yeah. interesting. I've actually seen people take those into adult establishments and uh, partake in them there, and and then act as if they bought them there. It was kind of hilarious. And you know, I can't knock them for saving money, so I'm not I'm not bashing them. I think my mom used to make, it was either a green jello something majigima thingy or it was like a carrot majigima thingy. I have those sunglasses. The Oakley ones? Yeah. One's on the left, yeah. I have that shirt. Do you? Uh, no, but it's a Nike shirt. So it's pretty <laughs> steady. <sticky. laughs> I really do have those glasses, though. Yeah, you do. I have seen those. I remember seeing them. You also have, no, he doesn't have a mullet. But, no. Yeah, just once again, you have a mullet. So... I guess we can move forward, but that's that's our two name. Write in the comments after we post this. What's your favorite? Please. Your favorite dishes, 
and least favorite dishes and desserts and least favorite dessert. I do need to add one more favorite dish before What's we that? go on. There's something called apple salad that will blow people's Is that the mind. one with Snickers and stuff in it? Not Snickers, but it's marshmallows. It's like a whipped cream type. I mean, it's not really whipped cream, but I think it has some type of cream in it. And then uh, apples and a um, bunch of good stuff. Nice. Yeah, my favorite. So that, I guess, actually could be my sweet, too. Nice. So, um, Louisville football did get another win over Syracuse. Big win. Big win, opinion. yeah, 56-34. Um, big and big, though. Big yeah. margin of victory and big And it was because... big cold, too, man. <laughs> God bless. Yeah, it was definitely big cold. Uh, and it was so funny at the end of the game uh, – Ryan went with me and Parker to the game, so that was pretty cool. That was the first game he got to go to this year. Yeah. And uh, we're standing there, man, and it is, like, freezing cold. But we're like, all right, we got to see the end, you know, and everything. And this guy walks out that had been sitting, like, the row in front of us. He was there when you were there. You just pro- you, It wasn't the guy that you would remember. Okay. It wasn't the fat guy that you would remember from, that, from the people sitting in front of us. You remember him? Yeah. Oh, never forget him. So, uh, it was one of his buddies, actually. He walks in with, like, 12 hot dogs. <laughs> and this guy was like... Stand or? The guy was like, where'd you get those? He was like, they were in the garbage. Oh, but, no. But, but, listen, so, they were in the foil wrappers. I don't care. And they were sitting on top of, like, paper inside the... Inside the garbage. Dude, he no. may not actually say garbage, but the way the guy, he asked me, he's like, where'd you get those or something? And it sounded like he said garbage. Where, I mean. But I used it for warmth anyway because it was cold. They were still really warm, so. <laughs> yeah. Here, take a dog, bro. You're yeah, cold. He was like, here, man, you want these? And he handed me like six hot dogs. And I was like, yeah, I put two of them in my pocket. <laughs> just held on to them with my hands because my hands were so cold. You just said that this guy is the Robin Wright, or what's, uh. What's that guy's name? Robin Hood. Robin Hood of the hot dogs, and you're using them for hand warmers. Robin Hood? What do you mean? It's given, taken from the rich and given to the poor. All right, I ate one. I, I ate one. <laughs> yeah, one. I ate one. I said one sound like I was eating garbage, but <laughs> I ate one. And then I put two up in my pockets for warmth. And you probably had some waiting for you back at the tailgate. We actually left pretty quick. When really? we got back, yeah, because uh, Cooper had a uh, housewarming party and Ryan wanted to get home. So the, a lot of people left because of the rain. Yeah. Uh, so there really wasn't any traffic. I sat there for maybe like five minutes or so and then dipped out and got right on the highway. So it was actually – it was fun. I, I mean, I love football, football games. Last time we were there, we had a – or I can only speak for myself. I had a couple of dogs after the game. Actually, I had a brat and two dogs or maybe oh, yeah. two brats and two dogs. It's always funny, man, because they're always like, make sure you bring your appetite, and it's like I never end up eating their food there. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I put a good effort into it that day. I mean, it was mainly after because I felt so terrible. I always feel so awkward doing that. They're like, you know, come eat our food. Da, da. I'm always like, oh, man. Speaking of Cooper, he is yeah. on his way overseas. You see where he's at there? Yeah. And he's got him a got him a cheesesteak. Yeah, that's a good one. So he will be heading uh, to Europe. Well, he's in a better city than any city he's going to in Europe right now, being in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, he's going – I think his family already did Thanksgiving, so. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he's going to be out of town. He's a traveling man. You told me about that. 
Yep. He's going by himself. That's what's scary. He's going by himself oh, to Europe. Europe isn't that scary. Depending on where you go. I'm, I'm sure there do? are some parts that are scary. Are they going to tickle you to death? I don't know. Is that all they do in Europe is tickle? Yeah, I think so. I actually <laughs> heard uh, Liverpool is pretty pokey. So they've got a bad issue because they took away guns and now people are poking each other with knives. Um, so, uh, North Carolina, you all played Mercer. Mercer, y'all played the my company work. Company that you work for. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's right. Because Ryan uh, was obviously riding with me, and I was like, uh, "What's the score of that of that North Carolina game?" Close game. And uh, he was like, "They lost fifty-eight to seven. No, they didn't. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, they won fifty-eight to seven. I was yeah. like, "All right." I think it was fifty-six to seven, but it might or have fifty-six been, to seven. It yeah. might have been fifty-eight. Whatever it was, it was almost a fifty-point victory. So yeah, it was, <laughs> but it's Mercer. Uh, I think it was needed. What are you laughing at? I'm sorry. Somebody just sent me a meme of Papa, Papa John's. Says mom says, "Are you? I hope you're eating well since you moved down." It says me. I've had over forty pizzas in the last thirty days. <laughs> You know that ruined my power move, right? I'm sorry, man. That's not really a power. I guess or, it is a power move. Deep forty my pizzas beef. and thirty. Days. It was actually my beef. So hopefully you've got a good beef. But, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. But I, I was not overly impressed with the game. I didn't get to watch all of it. It's just Mercer. You know yeah. what I mean? But what I was gonna say is, I think it was much needed for North Carolina because they needed a momentum boost, uh, kind of to right the ship at this point in the season. I mentioned to you before on the podcast, but if they win um, against NC State this week, um, they'll be bowl eligible. And I so, hope it happens so we can both be wrong about our teams and both of them go to bowls. I, well, <laughs> that actually, would be awesome. I, I didn't pick them to go to a bowl, but I think in my projection I picked five wins on the season. Yeah, that's, which is what I picked for Louisville as well. Yeah, so it might have been four, it might have been five, but I would love to have six because those practices are going to be very key, especially for a freshman quarterback. And then as far as the landscape for next year, I'm loving what Mac Brown is doing. Uh, good offensive coordinator. I think hopefully they're in the direction of moving that program forward where Fedora did a great job for many years, but losing a great quarterback like Mitch Trubisky, you know, it's just tough to recover from. Yeah, that. he's looked fantastic in the NFL so far. <laughs> fantastic. I'm not going to call him. <laughs> uh, Louisville's got a decent game coming up this week. I can't even remember who they – who? Uh, I don't remember. Kentucky. They play Kentucky. Yeah, so, no name. The Governor's Cup, which I think every Louisville and Kentucky fan would agree that needs to be changed. The name needs to be changed. Should not be called the Governor's Cup. That's lame. Should be called the Bourbon Bowl. Mm, that's not a bad name, actually. Yeah. Make it the Bourbon Bowl. That way you can kind of, you know, associate it with uh, the Waterboy as well. I think the Moonshiners Bowl. The, I watch, the I watch moonshiners. They don't make moonshine in here. They make it in Tennessee normally, don't they? Why well, in Kentucky? Tickle's from Kentucky, from the Moonshire show. That's why I mentioned that because it just came back on there. The I don't know day. who Tickle is. You don't watch the. You've never seen the Moonshiners TV show at all. Uh, not that. Not that I can know anybody's name on there. No. Tim Smith. Tickle. Tim Smith sounds like a, a name you just made up the. Tell your parents that that's what your buddy's name was. Tim Smith is actually a very common name in many areas of the country. <laughs> so, yeah, I could see how you would say that. But I enjoy the show. I really don't have any understanding why I started watching that show. <laughs> Seeing that you're getting on me like, well, you haven't watched it? Like, no, and you do? No, what I'm saying is, isn't it like you would think like a moonshiner show, you would have an interest in moonshining or... 
whatever. Like I have no. I'm, it's just like a good. Depends show. on who's shining the moon. You know what I mean? <laughs> whose moon you're shining? Yeah. Um, it, to me, it's just a funny show. Like it's these backwoods, uh, redneck ingenuity. There's like some major controversy that's like baby mama drama of so it's like a um soap opera but with moonshine and with rednecks so it's i, don't I think know. the one part that i saw it seemed really staged yeah there are some parts like that uh lizard very... lick towing it was like it was a <laughs> lot like that but with <laughs> great reference but <laughs> but with uh moonshine you know it's making sense now because i did watch my fair share of lizard lick towing as well too what yeah. was that operation repo maybe there was by the way, it is good to see Kemba Walker back on the on the court. It did look kind of scary last. Uh, was it Saturday? I think they said it was only a concussion, though. Yeah, but it looked scary the way it, way it happened. It, well, it looked scary having him go off in a stretcher. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. I, I am liking these jerseys though. These green and gold ones. I like the colorway, but I don't love the jerseys. Uh, it's just like we said. It's very to me standard. The the font on the numbers are a little bit different, but I, I still think from watching it, I I didn't think it was that bad when I watched the actual play where he he kind of dove headfirst into him. Yeah. But feeling it is a lot worse than seeing it type of deal. Your boy just traveled there. No, no travel. Yeah, he did. Look at look at the guy on the bench. Splash. That's, that's your guy too, man. Yeah, it's my. He guy. traveled bad. If he would have been a Tar Heel, he would have been even more my guy. But you know, I mean, ACC Joe Harris got. Got to give him some love. Wish he was still in a Cavs jersey. We could have used him this year. So, uh, Louisville, Kentucky play this week. Um, play at the Krogue. For uh, for all you people that don't know, that is Kroger Field. The spread was actually really close. Like, they're t- are you or they two and a half point favorites? They're three point favorites. Three point fa- That's amazing to me. Yeah, it's amazing to me as well that they're favorites. You're right. So I guess it's the home thing. They've always said in the NFL, home is worth three points. So in this case, it's basically a pick 'em game. Yeah. I'm, um. So here's the thing that I don't really understand. So listening to different analysts talk about it or radio hosts talk about it, the thing that's been said was Kentucky will control the time of possession because of how they run the ball. Yeah. But the game will be a shootout and it'll be in the 30s. So you tell me how that's going to work. A team that's going to control the ball, but the game's going to be in the 30s. Uh, Makes absolutely zero sense to me. Right. To say controlling the time of possession typically means that they, if you're going to run the ball, that's going to be a lot of first downs. And a lot of time taken off the clock. Right. So to get into the 30s by both teams. I mean, I, I do honestly, I don't think it's going to be a huge difference in the time of possession. I do think they might... Um, "Quote unquote," win that category, but I I could agree. I could see a forty-one to twenty-seven game. I really have not been impressed with Kentucky this year. I've also seen you all have games that I mean the Miami game is one. That Miami is, game is to me. I know that's because I'm a little fan, but to me it would be. I'm trying to think of a game for you all that you all did like. It was it's definitely a throwout game because yeah. you look at Miami now and then they lose to FIU. Yeah. And it's just like, we just did not play well. We didn't come ready. Miami had their best game, and you all had their worst game. Absolutely. So, so that's what I'm saying, though. When you see a team do that, you always have to have in the back – well, have in the back of your mind that it could happen again. I, th- I thought he was going to be really good. I thought so, too. Coming out of Texas A&M. Yeah. Robert Williams, right? Yeah. Hasn't hasn't panned out. A lot of it, it seems to be attributed to his work ethic. They kind of handed it at. Hinted at that whenever he was getting drafted. 
not really uh, a hard worker is what they said, but it, he didn't seem like that in college. It seemed like he just was everywhere in college. Yeah, I hate to say that about somebody because you never know the full truth of it, and you're around some of these guys who, you know, this is a profession, so they take it pretty seriously. Yeah, so I think um, here, here's my thing. If Louisville, gets, if Louisville wins the, the coin toss, I take the ball. Okay. I try. I use our offense, going out and score. Trust my defense to get a stop. If you get two scores at the beginning of the game, the game is over with. I see. Well, you take the air out of the field. Take you take the, the air out of the stadium, just like you're saying. And their offense, if you think back to the Tennessee game, on multiple occasions they could not get in the end zone, especially the last the last possession they had it. Four chances to get it into the end zone from a two yard line, and they couldn't do it. Yeah. It just I don't trust their offense. Um, I think Louisville wins. I think I said 49-31. So that's uh, close to – I mean, that's very close to what I said. I had yeah. 41-27. Yeah, I think 49-31. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, well, they haven't given up 30 points at all this season. I want you guys to do yourself a favor, and I want you guys to go and look at their schedule. They just go look at their – they played eight home games, first of all. Yeah. Which is outlandish to think that they played eight home games. They played Georgia. They played Georgia in a complete monsoon, gave yeah. up like 27 points or 28 points. But Georgia's offense is not extremely prolific anyway. Yeah, so Georgia's I mean, a very good team, but it's not like they're putting 50 burgers on a weekly basis. No, they're not. They're not. I mean, they've actually played better since they lost to South Carolina. But just like you said, their offense is not really like known for being. It hasn't. It's not terrible by any means. I don't want to sound like I'm saying that their offense is terrible. It's efficient. It's another team that's going to control the time of possession and then defensively they're going to wear you out and then the end of the game you're just not going to have enough gas in the tank to come back on them. I'm sorry, Georgia beat them 21 to nothing. Okay. So their highest point output by the other team is uh, South Carolina or Mississippi State 28-13. Florida 29-21. That is impressive though. So Florida's also another team that's not really known for offensive firepower. Their defense is very good. That's what I'm saying. They're, they score more on their defense. And what's end. crazy, if you look at this, you think to yourself, man, if can if Florida played Kyle Trask that entire game, yeah. which it sucks for the reason that he came in because Felipe Franks took that freak injury, they scored 19 points in the fourth quarter. So you, you're going to tell me that if they didn't have Kyle Trask in that game the entire time, that game's not totally different? Yeah, I hate to say that because you never know what would happen in a game, but I get what you're saying. So, I, they haven't played an offense as good as ours. Their defense is definitely a lot better. Than, their defense is definitely better than ours. I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, but here's the they thing. They don't force I, a ton of turnovers, do they? I don't, I don't know that for sure. Um, but I know their defense is definitely better than ours. Um, yeah, but ACC football is not known for their defense. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I'm taking Louisville 40. I think I said 49-31. Yes, you did. Um, I, I put it on a message board is what I was saying. I think that's what I said. I can't remember exactly the number. I did it. I said it earlier today, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But I, I think we win. I think we cover the spread. Um I think the over-under is hit as well. Well, if they're the favorites, you, if you win, then you yeah. automatically – yes. that works that way typically. Uh, yeah, I said 49-31. I said their defense won't be able to stop our rushing or passing. Cunningham, Hawkins, and 2-2 will go ham. So I'm going on record saying 41-27. I'm 
And I, guess what? I'll be happy with that win as well. Of course. I think you'd be happy with a 41-40 win or 11-10 win. Yeah, I'd be happy with a 2 nothing win. I don't right. care. We win the game, that's all I care about. Because wow. if we can turn it around, if we, if we can... If we can get revenge on pretty much every team that we lost to last year, other than Clemson, I'm going to be happy. Building for the future is big, and that's why I say I think both of our teams hopefully have set up some success for next year. But um, in the ACC, it's wide open, and I think both of them have a chance to compete next year, not for a ACC championship, um, but to compete to be bowl eligible as well as improving on the season they had this year. Yeah. But the season's not over, so don't get ahead of themselves. One game at a time. We've got NC State. You all have Kentucky. Win those games. Get a bowl game. Uh, win that game, and then start off next year with the right momentum. Let me ask you this. Yeah. All right, because you're an outside. You're an outside thing on this. Yep, I'm a thing. Or an outside fan. You're not a fan of Louisville. No, none whatsoever. Louisville beats Kentucky. Uh, on the road. Right. Scott Satterfield, should he be in the conversation for Coach of the Year? National Coach of the Year? No. Not at all. You don't think he should even be in the conversation? No. Who should be I, in the conversation? I think he From would, going from 2-10 and 10 and right. giving up the most 50-plus 50, 50 point uh, games in the season. To a 7-win season? To an 8. That would be 8-4. and four. Oh, yeah, because you all won. Yeah, that would be 8-4. 2-10 and four. Two and 10 to 8-4. and four. Right. Second in the Atlantic. Pick to finish that last. Expected, yeah, expected to do terribly. So all those things are key. It, that's like the most improved thing, not the. I, I think know. we can agree he would at least he's at least going to win the ACC Coach of the Year if he does that. I think Ryan Day's got to be the front runner currently, right? But I'm saying, for, will at least say he's the ACC, ACC Coach of the Year. Yeah, him or Dabo. I mean, I, I. I would say if it's not him, it would have to be Clawson at Wake Forest. No, they've lost a couple of games recently. I, I could even see the Virginia Tech guy. With, yeah, with, Justin if, Fuentes. If they beat Virginia this week. Yeah, Justin Fuentes has turned that place around because everybody left them for dead at the beginning of the season the way they looked. Yeah, I didn't pick them to have a great season. I mean, well, not I, just that. I mean, they started out terribly. And, yeah. and that, I mean, they're really what they lost to Notre Dame by, I can't remember, seven points or so? Yeah, I don't remember seeing the final, but it was not a substantial margin. And I, I think their basketball team, we, we said this earlier, but their basketball team is very intriguing to me this year. Like, Virginia Tech is kind of on the upswing. Yeah. I had forgotten that Buzz Williams left. Yeah. Their their point guard was a Beatty. Yes. Beatty. That, that kid is a feisty little bugger. Defending Cassius the other day was very impressive what he did. Yeah, and then he just got schooled yesterday. Hey, did your – yeah, he did. I told you that was odd to see them come out so flat. Did your Adam Sandler movie come out yet? It is not. It comes out the 14th. You got me hyped on it. It looks good, doesn't it? Well, I've only saw that preview the one time you showed me, but I literally had that thought the other day, <laughs> and I just saw a preview for The Irishman. That's on Netflix. The Irishman? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it just had me think of the Adam Sandler movie whenever I saw it. I don't know why. I guess there was some correlation there, but whoa! You know, Telvin Smith is linebacker for the for the uh, Jaguars. Okay. Uh, rumor is a drug bust, fifty pounds of marijuana, and two hundred sixty-one live plants. So let's That's say, it? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> needless to say, he's probably not going to be playing for a while in his house. Why? And Florida is illegal, right? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. 
That's a that's actually not it's not good for them. No, that's a lot. <laughs> Fifty pounds. Well, and, what it is is that's a grow operation. Like yeah. that's not a. What is this? The cheetah girls? <laughs> oh, never mind. There's pit bull. So I guess that moves us to our uh, power moves, right? Yeah, I think it was the how, leopard girls. How many? How many power moves you got? I have one. All right, that is one as well. You can go first, or I can go first. No matter to me. So my power move is actually not a super comical one this week, like I somewhat usually do, but um, it's kind of the way in which a coach handled the situation. So my power move is going to go to Tom Izzo, and uh, they they lost. We saw this Monday, right? Yeah, never um, upset when they lose. Yep, but he he came out. It was an upset in this case, right? I see what you did there. Um, came out and apologized to his fans, and he was said a couple of things that to me were just important things. He stated that they were the greatest fan group in Maui. So all these people paid a lot of money to go watch their team play in Maui, and then they lose in the first round. Sucks to suck. <laughs> and uh, he said that he let them down, and he took the blame for the loss it didn't put it on his team at all i think that's another sign of a yeah, great because he goes out there and plays <laughs> would you stop uh <laughs> defended cassius winston because of the loss of his brother that's one that i actually know you won't say anything about so in my opinion as far as handling a loss to virginia tech on monday i think tom M- Izzo was exemplary in personifying what a team effort should be could be i think once again at the end of the year he'll have them playing good basketball i think they'll end up being a one through four seed uh, i'm gonna go as far to say as a two or three seed most likely in the ncaa tournament they'll probably lose in the sweet 16 but Come on, michigan state yeah yeah I, I, i'm gonna be honest with you man i think i even told you this before the season started i didn't understand the michigan state hype train this as heavy as it was yeah i think henry's good i think winston's good i think tillman is i don't even want to use the word good i would say like what whatever the middle between above average and average is because he's a veteran he's been there done that but i don't know if He's like he's not a Nick Ward. He's not a who was their big guys before that they had. Denzel Valentine. Well, I don't know if Denzel was a big guy, but he's a big piece. Yeah, big piece. <laughs> that is true. So yeah, that that's my power move of the week. So my power move goes to something that you kind of just mentioned, uh, or it actually involves something you just mentioned. My power move is going to mid majors. Mm-hmm a good point mid-majors with big upsets here in the past couple weeks we had kentucky losing to evansville i'm not gonna harp on that some more i already harped on that enough uh we had dayton beating michigan state yesterday and then dayton yeah i guess they're a mid-major and then yesterday we also had stephen f austin beating duke at duke yeah so this year man college basketball is wide open and to see uh, Stephen F. Austin go on the road and win in Cameron Indoor, which is a tough place to play for anybody, let alone a mid-major like Stephen F. Austin. And to make it through what a lot of people were saying were phantom foul calls, uh, I wasn't watching, so I can't really speak on on it. Looking at the stats from the outside is definitely tough to do as well, but normally you look at certain things and it did look like they got a lot of calls that Stephen F. Austin didn't. Especially when you said that they had, what was it, like 38 points in the paint? Yeah. And they only shot 17 free throws? 
the thing for me is I told you that last possession I saw, and, and it didn't look like it was supposed to be a foul. But everything else, I, I didn't see the rest, so I can't yeah. comment on it. But um, that's my power move is for uh, mid-majors. So my dad actually texted me about this today, and he said uh, one of the kids who plays on Stephen F. Austin mm-hmm. was his high school teammate, or actually played point guard for Emmaus High School. Nice. Yeah. Did, also, did you see uh, another, I'm not going to say power move, but another? it's a great thing. Did you see that that guy from Stephen F. Austin's, uh, what's the uh, GoFundMe, started trending? No. So his family lived in uh, Puerto Rico, I think is what it was. Okay. I retweeted it. I want to make sure so I don't mess that up because I, I don't want to be one of those guys that <laughs> just says like, Oh yeah, his family lived here. It might have been the Bahamas, the Dominican, Dominican yeah. Republic. Haiti. Yeah, just think that all of it's the same. Right. I'm not going to be one of those guys. Thank you. Uh, his family. First off, his name is Nate Bain. Whoa. When I first saw this, it was up to three thousand dollars. So Nate Bain's family uh, lives in the Bahamas. I'm glad I read this. On September 1st, 2019, Hurricane Dorian made landfall in the Bahamas as a Category Five storm among almost 400,000 individuals affected. So his, the majority of his family lives in the Bahamas. Yeah. And after this happened, I guess someone went snooping and just one person retweeted it, then another person retweeted it, and it just, it, I mean, it made it onto mine as well, and I just retweeted it. When I, like I said, when I saw it, it was on a, like a $2,000 out of, it might not, it might have been like 200 out of $3,000 is what it might have been. Well, now it's at $93,381 raised out of a $50,000 goal. It's crazy. That's nuts. So, shout out to all the people that donated for that. That's awesome. When do we start our fundraiser? <laughs> Anytime you want, man. Yeah. To uh, go to the Bahamas, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess, I think you should still do your beef, because I think it's still going to be good. Well, my, my beef you already touched on briefly, but hopefully everybody got to see the Papa John interview. Uh, Papa John CEO, John Shatner. No, not anymore. He's not CEO anymore. Yeah, for, former CEO. Thank you. Um, sat down and did an interview. And it was very disappointing to see, because he made no mention that he made a mistake. He didn't apologize for any of his wrongdoings. Uh, he made constant mistakes um, and excuses, but he said it was a farce against him. So once again, you notice my power move and my beef correlate to essentially taking responsibility. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the comical side of it was that he was also critical of Rob Lynch, who's the current CEO. I did write that down, and Rob Lynch was actually former CEO of Arby's. And uh, I think his exact quote was, Rob Lynch has never been in the pizza business before. <laughs> so, yeah, Arby's doesn't correlate to Papa John's in this case, and they're not extremely successful and whatnot, right? Um, but the comical side of it, and it's we're making light of a sensitive subject, so I understand there's a fine line to be made, um, to be had. But whenever he said that he ate 40 pizzas. <laughs> 40, 40 plus. Yeah. I ate 40 plus pizzas in the last 30 days. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that was me on pizza week, you know. So, like, I'm <laughs> this this hit home, close to home. My voice, maybe I, I have to go back and listen to the podcast. I've been so busy lately, I haven't had a chance to hear him. But maybe my voice has changed as well, too. 
But my goodness, he does not sound or look in good health. He help. sounds terrible. He sounds like yeah. someone dubbed his voice over with something. Which stress will do that to you, man. Like, not your voice, but, like, put you in bad health. But, man, I I hope the guy is okay physically. But mentally, I know he's not okay. So, yeah. beef of the week, former CEO of Papa John's. Which actually, I told you, Shaq. I think you saw this as well. Shaq is their face of the company now, which yeah. I think was a great, great choice on their part. Yeah, because they took away the forehead of the company, Peyton Manning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shaq's probably got a pretty decent sized forehead. It's just because he doesn't have any hair. I told you. I remember when we were in, uh, we were at the Magic Johnson gym in California. I think yeah. technically it's Santa Monica, it might be Venice Beach, it might be actually LA. All those places are so close together. I don't know what city it was. Whoa. But to what? Look at the bottom there, bud. Yeah, Cavs, they're they're going to cover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 15 points, they still got a chance. Oh, Tristan Thompson's their leading scorer, looking even better for. He's haven't hit the run yet. Uh, uh he's probably going to make another three tonight. I can feel it already. Um <laughs> So we're we're at the Magic Johnson gym, right? And I see Shaq twice actually there in that week. But one time we're in like the changing room area, and it's so it's like a locker room, and there's like different areas of the locker room. Okay. And, and it's you know I would say think of from me to you, you can see where the window is. But yeah. for people at home, think of like an eight foot space between the yeah. lockers, and then there's one single bench in between it, right? Okay. So I'm sitting on the bench there, and then all of a sudden I'm I'm not looking, my back is to it, but the lights literally dim in this whole area and it's because somebody just walked by so Shaq walks between that and it gets dim in our area that's how big he is so later we're out standing and uh, we're talking to somebody and we're kind of on like I'm, I'm probably on the second or third stair and so I'm I'm probably I, I think technically I'm listed as 6'6 six, six, I would yeah. say but I'm probably 6'7 with shoes on right so I'm standing on the third stair and he comes over and we shake his hand and everything and he's still towering over me. And I'm just like, this is amazing. So Was he a nice guy? Extremely nice. I mean, took took time and and spoke to us when we were nobodies for yeah. no reason. Just said hey, joked around with us, was wearing was wearing his shoes, you know, which are hilarious because they're terrible. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> you can get them at Walmart. Oh yeah, but I mean, for, I don't mind getting them at Walmart. I like that he's given a good price, but you got to have a quality product. And he always knocks off Jordan gear. Like, it's always look-alike Jordans, but they don't look alike at all. And he had on his Hawaiian Shaq brand shorts. It was just, it was very funny. A, a beater, Hawaiian shorts, and kind of like <laughs> flip-flop version of his shoes. So, yeah, good good pickup on Papa John's, though, to get him as the face of their company. Yes. Probably cost him a lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. So... Time for my beef, right? Please. And it's ham on Thanksgiving. It's rivalry week. Oh. So you know that team to the east has always got to be the ones that run their mouth. Yeah. Because it's just what they do. You know, last year you had them throwing L's down on our field. Why doesn't North Carolina play do, by the way? Um, I don't know. Football, that's not really rivalry. Sorry, I didn't mean to take you off your yeah, I, I just, just thought of that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think about that either. I guess in, I don't know, I guess it's just pretty much a basketball rivalry. Yeah. So, um, after their game against uh, Trinity High School Saturday, um, or I'm sorry, Tennessee Martin, not Trinity High School, that's pretty much who they've played all season outside of their SEC games. I didn't know if that was accidental or on purpose, but now was, I know. Um, 
he gets some balls. You know, he just who's he? Uh, Lynn Bowden. Sorry, I forgot to mention. My beef is with Lynn Bowden. <laughs> Lynn. So they asked Lynn Bowden. So you know, this week you guys have Louisville, and he says who? And he says you guys have Louisville, and he was like, we don't say that name here. So that's the first thing. And then the second one, he's doing a sit-down little press conference thing. And uh, he was like something about – the first one was – I'm sorry, I mixed it up. My bad. He's doing a sideline interview right after their game. And he says – the lady says, you guys have Louisville next. And he's like, we don't say that name here. And just interrupts her. And that's how that – that part ended and she's like okay well then he's doing a sit down uh like press conference after the game and the guy says something about playing louisville and he says who and the guy says louisville and he says who and he's like oh the team to the up uh you know down the highway he's like oh okay and he just keeps discounting louisville and what louisville has done and then he says if i were him i would have said the city who thinks they're the capital no, I don't think we're the capital, but I think it's definitely the best city in the state. Well, you got to admit, that's pretty good on my behalf, though. It's not bad. But, uh, well, Lexington's not the capital either. No. Frankfurt is. Yeah, but when you think of Kentucky, how many cities are even known If by you think anybody? of Kentucky, what's the first city you think of? Louisville. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anybody outside of this area would say Louisville, so that's why I think yeah. they're the capital. It's funny because it's right in the middle of both of them. <laughs> so it's like, nope, you guys don't get it, and they don't get it. We're putting it right. It's like a parent. Right. It's like, yeah, we're definitely making Frankfurt the capital because we're not going to give it to Lexington. We're not going to give it to Louisville. We'll just put it right in the middle where you can't really say anything. You both can get the same amount of Christmas presents. This yeah, year. exactly. But they said, uh, what would you compare this game? And he says, this game is like the Steelers and the Browns. What? The Steelers and the Browns. And they said... Because so, there's so much hate? Yeah. I, I hate Kentucky. I'm not going to lie to you. I hate Kentucky. Yeah, but the Steelers and Browns go at it. Yeah. I mean, so he division. says... So one of the guys goes, I'm guessing you guys are the Steelers? And he's like, yeah, we're the Steelers. So hopefully they get hit with a helmet on Saturday, on Sunday. <laughs> Saturday, whenever. Not fit, not really, but hopefully their game gets hit with a helmet. Because uh, I'm tired of hearing him talk. I don't know if they did get hit with a helmet. That would be no, because I don't want that honest man. We've already had too much stuff in the past couple of years, and we don't need a helmet strike too. It's that's the worst thing that can happen right now. Pretty I just classic. hope we, I hope our game Throw helmet a trash can at them. <laughs> I can't believe that that lineman threw another one of their players at Lamar that year. That was so terrible. Good idea. But uh, the last thing he said was, they said. Do you have any advice for those fans of the team that's up the road? And he says, "No, don't jump on our bandwagon." Nobody <laughs> wants to be on your bum team's bandwagon. There's one player on that team that I like, and that's just because I coached him. Yeah, that's, I was wondering that's how JJ, that was that's JJ Weaver. I hope J.J. Weaver does as much as he can, and then you all get housed by 40. I haven't asked you for an update on that recently. Has he been getting a little bit of playing time? I think he's played in three games. Um, He might have played already his fourth, but I think they might have sat him last week so he could play his fourth against Louisville. I'm not 100% positive about that. And if he plays him four, that means he can redshirt, right? Yeah. But I know he is redshirting. I do know that for sure. But he has played. Uh, He's had some decent plays as well. He got a couple tackles in key spots. Good. So... 
again, I wish the best ever for J.J. Weaver. Yeah. But Lynn Bowden and Cash Daniel, two turd sandwiches. <laughs> I can't stand either one of them. I can't stand the rest of the team. I can't stand Bob Stoops or Mark Stoops, whatever the heck his name is. Not Bob Stoops. <laughs> Bob Stoops is retired. I did that on here. Yeah, Mark Stoops. It. I can't stand their their recruiting guy. I can't even think of his name. I can see his face. Dude can't spell on Twitter. He's a freaking college coach. He's spelling <laughs> words wrong and stuff when he's trying to dog on recruiting out of Louisville. Well, guess what? That's done. Yeah. You guys recruiting in the city. Guess what? We have a coach that actually travels to high schools now. So uh, that's going to be done. You're not going to steal every player from Louisville again like you did last year. So uh, my beef is with Lynn Bowden and actually this the entire Kentucky program outside of Justin Weaver. Yeah, it sounds like you're happy about them. No, I hate them. Big week. What time's the game? The game is at 12 noon on Saturday. Mm. So I will be... It's probably a good idea so that none of the Kentucky fans get too uh, inebriated. So I will have I'll have a pretty good weekend, man. So starts off tomorrow with Thanksgiving. It's a good start. Uh, you know, eat with the fam, and then uh, Friday I will head over to Parker's around eleven forty-five. We'll head to Nashville. Uh, get some grub before the game that starts at four. Uh, head back that night. Next day, uh, wake up, watch the game here, and then. Chill, take a shower, and then head to go see Jack Harlow at the concert with Trey Sean. So I'm guessing I already know the answer to this, but guessing you're not doing any Black Friday shopping? Uh, Probably not. I mean, if I do, it would be really early, but I'd say probably not. I mean, if I was gonna, if I was to get anything, it would be a TV, and now that i gotten this one, yeah. there's really not any point for me to really get anything. I don't really – unless I see something that's like, oh, man, like that's something that I would like. I mean, I have a computer and all that stuff, so – there's really not anything at this moment that I would really need. Shout out to Tony for this TV because I'm actually yes. benefiting from this TV as well too. Yeah. <laughs> talked yeah. to uh, Ryan Wheeler recently and was asking him about Tony. He said he's talked to him a couple times in Germany. Or is it Germany? Uh, uh, yes. I was going to say I've done this twice. But sounds sounds like Tony's doing pretty well over there. I'll have to get an update from him. I'll have to get him. Please. We'll have to get him on one night. Um, he's a few hours ahead of us, but... We'll have to get him on one night on WhatsApp and just have a quick conversation with him to see how things are going. Yeah. Uh, hope he's hope he's doing well. Wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if he is. Last time I checked, he was. It was just a little bit after he had gotten over there. Um, I haven't actually reached out to him again, so I'll have to reach out to him again as well. Tab- oh, nice jacket, Gordon. You like that paisley jacket? I do like that. Subtle black-on-black paisley jacket, though. Um but uh, to have the team reach out to you and request you again and then make that deal with his agent mid-season, to me, that's a good sign on his part. Yes. Yes. So, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. Hopefully you enjoy your Thanksgiving uh, weekend. Uh, hopefully your team wins unless you're a Kentucky fan. Hey, I've got an additional. You know what I'm saying? I got the brown watch on with the gold face. But I got on the net. No, I don't know if you noticed this, but they're is that actually the blue. Is that the blue sneak or uh, shoestring holder? Yeah, malt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love me some malt, bro. Yeah. Uh, golden twist malts are day for me. And uh, chicks dig the long ball, bro. Oh, update by the way. Coworker sitting next to me and is eating, you know, fruit snacks and all this check mix and all this stuff. Ever happened? Could go wrong. To make me lose focus was going wrong, right? So. Instead of brushing the Cheez-It fingers on the desk this week, what the idea is, is to subtly 
you know, by subtly, I mean she turns and looks directly at me. <laughs> Once again, you can turn, you know, 360. Te- technically, she could turn anyway, but there's a wall up against us because we're in a cubicle. Brush it to her left, not to her right, and brush it directly off all of the crumbs specifically onto my little uh, drawer desk area oh my gosh <laughs> while i'm on the phone with a customer just eyeball to eyeball power move staring me down she's a you know Dude. she's like a human cat oh it's phenomenal you, know, you see those videos of the cats that are just like <laughs> and then knocking the cup off the counter that's her it was you. awesome i was very impressed with it like i need to ask her how i can do this but you know unfortunately today without any help from anybody else her desk got moved you moved her desk i did it i i was just witnessing it while it was going on internally having a party you know somebody else's birthday so i was singing happy birthday and they didn't know that i was singing it to myself for not having to have crumbs brushed on my desk anymore what you should have done dude is you should have gotten one of those uh handheld vacuums just like every time she says it's like Dropped it one day right before she left, right on it. That would be classic. (laughs) So, yeah, unfortunately, I won't have any more updates on that. Uh, But it was a good couple of days that it happened. Kept me on my toes. Very entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that'll do it. We've had some good times watching some basketball here, though. It was a good Kansas State game. Kansas won, for those of you who weren't watching either, by the way. Um, Shout out to the Jayhawks. Rock Chalk. No. You love that? No. But keep liking, keep sharing, keep listening. Let us know what your favorite and least favorites of your Thanksgiving dishes and desserts. And you didn't even say that U of L very well could be the number one seed in college basketball coming up Monday. So I don't want to jinx us. I'm proud so. of you. I didn't want to jinx us. Yeah. Subtle brag. Weird flex, but okay. But uh, as always, beef out. Peace.